0: morning and welcome to our earliest episode ever recorded to date at approximately 6:53 a.m eastern standard time this is episode you're gonna have to help me here i think it's 119 18 oh fuck okay it's episode 118 <laughs> of the sunday conversation podcast Presented by Loyalty Liquors. Um, actually, head on over to their Instagram page, Loyalty Liquors One Two One. They're actually doing a, uh, a raffle right now with a shitload of booze, and it's for a good cause. It's uh, it's to benefit a, a scholarship fund for underprivileged uh, youth a- athletes, or what? I don't actually think. I read the post this morning. You should all just go over and read the post yourself. So. Um and hosted by us and uh we're getting after it a little early today. We got uh Aaron had a big weekend last weekend and now it's my turn. So um we're uh we're recording a little early. But uh how the hell are you, bro?
1: And uh I uh yeah, last weekend was great and we'll Yeah, touch dude. It. We'll touch yeah. on, we'll touch on it. We'll touch you on it. Got I got, it. I got something a little bit more pressing first. Ben, do you know what the worst thing you can have as a sports fan is?
0: A push. Hope. Oh, hope. Hope is the worst was, thing that I you can try, have. I was trying to think, like, I guess you Gambling. Would say sports <laughs> like, a push. <laughs> that is like kissing your sister. That sucks. But Hope
1: is the worst thing as a sports fan that you can have because there's times where you feel down, you feel dejected, your season is over. And then you get that little bit of hope and they pull you back in and you, you hope that you don't get your heart broken, even though the reality of the situation is that may be the case. The reason I bring all this up, my beloved St. Louis Blues their starting goaltender gets hurt game three, backup comes in. They just don't look the same. They go down 3-1 in a series to, you know, probably the best team in the league, you know, the team that's the odds-on favorites to win the Stanley Cup. They go down 3-0 last night in what would be the elimination game, look flat, and I'm just sitting on the couch miserable. They score one goal late in the second period, make it 3-1 going in the third. Okay. But, you know, still not looking great. Half the second period goes by, they pop another. Now it's 3-2. Okay. That's so. I mean, you played hockey, Ben. You know that if you're down two goals, you got to get one in the first half of the third period. Give yourself the whole second half of the third period to try and tie it up, right? Five more minutes goes by and they tie it up. And now I'm like, Holy fucking shit, boys. Here we go. <laughs> now anything can happen. <laughs> then they give up just a gorgeous goal to Nathan McKinnon, end-to-end, unassisted, goes through everybody, top Chad. you know. it What are you right. going to do, right? Two and one, a half minutes. Of those, of,
0: yeah, you're, nobody's no goal. One, one, of the, one of the
1: best players in the league just going through everybody like a hot knife through butter. What are you going to do? Now they're down 4-3, two and a half minutes left in the game. Hope crushed. There it is, the backbreaker. They hadn't been getting the bounces. You know, it's a game of momentum. It's a game of swings. 56 seconds left. Robert Thomas. Pots a rebound. Now game's tied. <laughs> First time in NHL history when facing an elimination, a team has scored two game tying goals and under with less than five minutes left in regulation. Now I'm on the edge of my seat. My apartment's freezing. I can't close the windows, though. I need the feng shui of the place to exactly the same. Nobody can move. Sasha can't move. My phone can't move. No lights change. No window changes. No water. No peeing. Nothing. Nothing changes. And then Tyler Bozak played seven minutes in the game. Scores the game winner in overtime. And now we go back to St. Louis with a chance to tie the series and force a game seven. And now I have hope inevitably my my hope will probably get crushed my soul will probably get crushed' and it's gonna don't talk like <laughs> that that's
0: how you fucking manifest bad hope that's your problem
1: but my god Ben what a game blues what a and team. seven blues, blues and seven seven what a right game what a team by
0: the way when there was that little uh I don't know what game it was the last game that little botched pull goalie incident oh, yeah, it was fucking, a fucking turnover but dude I mean you want to talk about that that was McKinnon too. On yep. the one touch redirect into the net with no goaltender. Yeah. And you want to talk about authority. Like, I love the sound of the. I mean, I know that it hurts for you, but that they zip that pass across and he just like puts it into the pad of the. And it's just the best sounding thing ever. So sorry about that. Go blues. <laughs> go, let's blues go and blues and seven. Blues LGBT. and seven. Everybody knows that. TQ. Fuck the avalanche. Um, yeah, well, shit. Hope that sucks. Hope
1: but the worst, Ben. Maybe it the, doesn't suck. The worst, but hey. So, anyways, uh, yeah. Let me t- let me touch on
0: that last week. Actually, how you doing? First, how's how's your week been going, oh, I'm, buddy? I'm good, man. We've been packing all week, so nothing crazy. Big big uh, big uh, trip coming up, so pretty excited. Um,
1: That's great, but We're yeah,
0: nothing nothing crazy here. Going to
1: see coconut, Brian.
0: Coconut, you know. it coconut ryan i'm gonna bring him a barracuda
1: um so last weekend like i mentioned we we went up to this uh tiny home tree house whatever you want to call it in Remsen, new york that my girlfriend had rented she'd rented it a few months back and and uh by the and, way that was so the probably, farthest
0: thing from a fucking tree house that was the most cool modern yeah fucking over a stream structure <laughs> i've ever seen in my life so
1: yeah waterfall in the backyard love
0: love, love the new tree houses these days
1: well they, yeah they i mean they were called they called the tree house because it's like there was a i don't even think i sent you i didn't send you this was the front of the house i'll, I'll send it to you right now um there was like a there's it was up in the air and there was like a suspension bridge you had to walk across to to get over to it which was kind of neat but um so she runs this place first of all beautiful awesome place great business idea like the guy who owns it brilliant brilliant idea but we're driving up on friday and she uh she's driving her car and she runs over a bolt in the road and you know it's a it's a newer car so instantly the tire pressure warning thing comes on and all this shit and so we, we uh, get off the highway and I'm thinking, you know, I'll just change this tire real quick. We'll be, we'll be on our way. Car doesn't have a spare tire. The, the tires are run flats, uh, but no spare tire. So we call roadside assistance and their, their advice to us is go to the nearest dealership. Well, it's three 30 on Friday. The nearest dealership is 53 miles away. We are in the middle of fucking nowhere in, in uh, central New York. So we find find an industrial like an industrial garage that's still open, and they patched it for us, and we're on our way. So we get up there. Place is beautiful. So basically, the guys, the whole business of this place is the guy who has you know however much land, probably you know whatever four or five, maybe ten acre. Who the fuck knows? But <laughs> he's probably got about an acre, roughly
0: a, roughly a hectare,
1: r- roughly three hundred and seventy two acres, you know, give or take. So. He's probably got like, I'd say two acres of it kind of cleared out. And then he's got three of these like cabins on his property. He's got uh, a really cool looking a frame, the one we stayed in. And then like a, a single, I think it's a single floor, like almost like studio type structure. He rents the things out for like 500 bucks a night. They are rented almost the entire year. And you know, that's the whole business It just has these three cabins that are constantly rented out that, you know, you have to do all the cleaning in and the airbnbs them, but they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. So in the middle of nowhere, there's a, there was a stop and shop across the street. Now I know what most of the people listening to this podcast think, stop and shop, big grocery store, you know, very convenient to have that. No,
0: no, no. Like a stop and go, Mart,
1: Exactly like a convenience store, like a little convenience store. I walked in on Saturday night to get some firewood so we could have a fire. The woman who rang me out had four teeth in her mouth and sounded like she was, she grew up in Southern Mississippi. I was like, where the fuck am I right now with these people? Um, that being said, really great weekend, really great to get away. The pic- Yeah. The pictures were beautiful. I sent you Ben, the places was, was fucking out of control. Oh
0: yeah. It was wild. I mean, it um, definitely, definitely looked like a cool, fun thing. So, yeah, it was that dope. never sucks.
1: It was, uh, it was dope. We made some good food. I made, uh, we did. Uh, I bought two bone-in ribeyes. Ben, take a guess. I got a little butcher shop across the street from me. Take a guess with two bone-in ribeyes, about an inch in thickness, about a pound each. Uh,
0: ran me. Um. Uh. Nah. nah I don't know. 30 20 bucks a pound. How much? 20, How, 20, is that even a good price? $63. $63
1: oh, for the two. So 31, 50, 31.
0: 50 a pound. Um, yeah. yeah, not bad. That's decent. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean that
0: I bet you I mean the inflation has nothing to do with it. Um <laughs> the absolutely uh imploding markets or the uh world um shipping shortage, you know. Yeah you know that probably doesn't play into it at all but yeah right. damn i mean you sent me pictures of the steaks they looked pretty fucking unbelievable but uh they, they were delicious so they were good. well worth it. Were
1: really good and then uh saturday i made cachoy pepe for dinner and uh so now my pasta maker that i've had for less than a year has been to uh has been connecticut california wyoming and new york so my, my pasta maker is going to start across it's going to get to 50 hey states have
0: too. you thought about monetizing your pasta maker like make you it, can come up an with instagram a, page the traveling right,
1: pasta maker
0: right the first pasta maker to make pasta in all 50 states i bet you no one's done that
1: i bet you and that's I bet kind you're of, right
0: aaron that's the kind of shit that you could get like a sponsor a nice vehicle like of a nice vehicle people to pay wrap. for my
1: flights you know
0: no i'm thinking a wrap they would like wrap your oh vehicle. that'd be cool too like this car holds the beloved nimbus 3000 <laughs> atlas mercada 150 bro oh sorry i always mix up my pasta and my harry potter so uh but uh no i think that like that's the kind of shit All right,
1: trademark trademark you gotta say it. Ben. you gotta say it. trademark
0: trademark it's fucked up that we live in an age like the other day I was on Instagram aimlessly scrolling and I came across a vintage 1957 whaleback um, Airstream trailer. Oh. And there and it was just a shitty picture of the trailer. And I clicked on it and it said, follow, follow this journey to watch me completely restore this, you know, and it's like, all, like, bam, right there. I click on the thing. They hadn't really started yet, but you know, it's a thought that counts. And, uh, you know, it's like, I think people would follow a pasta maker journey through the United States. You know, that's yeah, I think so too. And I then think... it's like, if you could make 50 different dishes in 50 different states, 50 different kinds of pasta, like yeah. now you're really on something. Okay, but you're fucked because you've made catch-oil e pepe and. Well, Well, or I just,
1: or I just do it in every, you know, I just do Cachoe Pepe in every, in every, uh, in every state. Yeah. Um, not a bad idea. And the thing is, is, I think I have, I'm pretty sure I have records or proof of,
0: Oh, 100%. in every
1: state. And um, yeah, got it in California. Yeah. You Wyoming. have timestamps on your phone and locations. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. Benjamin.
0: Excellent. Um, See, this is really just the Sunday conversation. Think tank on Wednesday morning. I'm sorry. Thursday morning at six thirty. 30. Yeah. Now
1: seven o'clock.
0: Now seven o'clock. I people mean, ask people often ask, like, how do entrepreneurs come up with such ingenious ideas? Right, and it's like well, usually it's on a podcast in the early wee hours of, of a Thursday morning.
1: First thing, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, geez. Well, I guess that's. I guess uh, i really not a bad idea because I can cross Massachusetts <laughs> off in a couple of weeks. Going to the vineyard, I can just cross cross Massachusetts off. that would be five. And the only in less reason are you?
0: The only only reason I bring that up is I saw a kid that did. A 50 dates in 50 states and he started with a like a shitty dodge oh man i can't even think of the fucking car now he started in like a like a random ass car and he created you can you maybe could look it up while we're doing this but he created an instagram page 50 dates in 50 states so then he went to every state got on tinder had a date they all they knew what it was for so now he's already doing round 2 and they sent him a brand new car and he's got like it, it all wrapped and he's, he's got, got all these websites fu- too. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking 50 pasta dates in 50 states.
1: A 50 dates 50 states experience. Welcome to season 2.
0: Yeah, he's that's what I mean. You you're, you're going to go what a lifetime of making pasta. The brand
1: he's got now he's got a it's got a challenger now. What in the fuck? That's what do I mean, bro? It's like <sighs> something. Meet the dates, and then he puts the girls on the website too. Yeah. I just had wicked deja vu. Click Were on. Were you stage. in one of them? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's me. Let's see the let's see Connecticut. Um Ah that's, Oh, these girls are just looking for clout. They have to be right. right. Yeah,
0: no, 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 but it's still it's that's. I mean, this is dude what else? I could looking. I I get it. I didn't say he was fucking. No, Romeo. I know, I know. I know.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> Romeo wasn't that great looking either. He was just crazy. Okay, Don't cool. Himself and then, wait, is that how it went? He killed himself. Yeah. Then she killed herself.
0: I'm not sure. Mm. My my, I'm my Shakespeare is, is far behind right now. I'm much more of a Hamlet guy than Romeo and Hamlet? Juliet. Hamlet, yeah. Yeah.
1: I was always more of a Macbeth type or Juliet. <laughs> that's Ben. That's Ben and I naming every Shakespeare <laughs> play
0: we know. And that's enough for Shakespeare talk today. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So that. Shit, I'm just trying to think. I mean, last weekend looked cool. I I guess uh, we could touch on the uh, anything you want to bring up in the news. Or well, well, there was there was a mass shooting. There was that's sad. Obviously, Um, supposedly that's the 212th mass shooting of 2022. So well, and so that's
1: kind of something I wanted to bring up, and I really, really don't want people to take this the wrong way because I, I don't want it to come off as I'm being insensitive or I don't care or that I like condone this type of action. Like I, it's, it's obviously a tra- uh, tragedy. It's, it's just, it's now terrible. Now I think
0: about it. Do you really think there's been 212 mass shootings? That's just like the text going or, or the uh, tweet going around the, uh...
1: I think that's wrong. Cause I, I just, yeah. cause I'm on, I've seen just now seen two different websites. So there's been 27. 20, 27, 27 school shootings with injuries or deaths, eighty three people killed, twenty, uh, wait, eighty three people killed or injured in a student twenty seven in a school shooting, twenty seven people killed. I don't know what that, what that means, but, um, I guess what I wanted to bring up more about that Ben is is, yeah, obviously tra- a tragedy. It, and let's let's call a spade a spade. It should be more difficult to get your hands on a gun. The problem is, with criminals, people that are that people that have the mental capacity to do these types of things, it, it really doesn't matter how hard you're going to make it; they're they're still going to figure out a way. Um, and that's terrible to say. You know that really, really stinks. That you know we can say that and have there be, you know, truth to it. Um, But I I think my issue more with it, Benny, or one of the things that I think is is kind of disingenuous about the whole thing is that like, there's been 27 school shootings this year. Not all have been as deadly. Obviously, I think this is the second deadliest school shooting since uh, Sandy hook. Um, But again and we've talked about this in the past the media doesn't cover every single one of them you don't you don't hear this uproar about every single one of them
0: right you hear the ones that are in states that they want to be portrayed as like it's texas and what's like the number one thing about texas guns everybody's right welcome to texas everybody's got a gun which you know it's just crazy to see it's like um I don't know. I I, kind of had this, like, I mean, to to go with what you were talking about, like the mental uh, instability. So I recently, um, I guess I became a Floridian, um, like license or whatever. And uh, so I went, you know, to the DMV or, and basically it's like, so Florida is a state where, all you need is to be a resident of Florida and have a, you know, a valid ID and mm. you can purchase a firearm. Right. Um, I believe there's a grace period, which means you can buy it on, you know, a Monday and you can't get it until like a Friday. Yeah. And the re- the reason for that is that it's, if somebody was buying a gun, you know, because they were in a, you know, bad headspace and they were, you know, going to go do something that grace period, you know, is usually enough time to, you know, whatever I'm, I'm guessing in a law, like in, in what would it be perspective to law in respective to law? Respect in respect to law. Okay. In respect to law. It probably like on paper it's like okay you need 4 days to calm down from a situation or something like that. So then that's what they make the grace period for. I'm guessing along yep. those lines. It's to you know mitigate the any gun violence due to a spike in a mental type thing. So but aside from that, you go into the DMV and they ask you a few questions and the questions are like um uh, one was about health. Like, are you, do you have anything, you know, wrong with you that, you know, would incapacitate or mess you up from driving sure. or, yep. or, you know, I forget the wordage or whatever. And, and I'm like, no, And they're like, do you have uh, any mental illness or, or mental issues? And I'm like, I mean, absolutely. No, I said, <laughs> you know, no, but it's like, that's the kind of thing it's like it's just a guy at the dmv kind of asking you are you you know a capable human being right so you have like part of me is like what people are gonna say yes i'm mentally incapable like right. i'm not right. like it, do you think a significant amount of people would actually say yes to that and no. like right so looking at mm-hmm. it from that perspective it's not like you're going through a rigorous, you know, mental evaluation process. Right, right. Um, I'm like, dude, I, I've been in crypto for, for seven years. Like, yeah, I'm a complete mental mm-hmm. fucking wreck. Okay. <laughs> it's like, you try, just, you try dealing with this shit on a daily basis. But, uh, so I know we're getting a little off topic, but that right there kind of goes to answer. If now I'm a Florida resident, I answered all my boxes, you know, yes. Or I'm sorry, no. It's like, yeah, I can go. I can go get a gun. Yeah, and um, it's like I was raised around guns. I, you know, got a pistol permit when I was 21 years old. So I've I've been, you know, I've been taught uh, correct firearm safety. Mm-hmm. I also teach correct firearm safety. Um, I lived in Texas. I experienced that, you know, um, like demeanor, you could almost say it's like, we're from Texas. Like, fuck. I mean, shit, if you get a pistol permit, you can pretty much open carry in Texas. If not, it's, it's concealed. Um, So It's tough, man, because all it it comes back to just dividing the world again. It's like there's a there's a large demographic that can't afford guns, nor are they, you know, worried about, hey, you know, I need to have a gun for safety. Right. When they're when they're more like I need to buy, you know, five and a half dollar a gallon milk to, you know, make sure my family has, you know, cereal or, you know, whatever it is, it's like. Um, and then it comes down to, you know, it's like who is protected, you, you know, it's usually wealthier people. Right. Um, so it's just a very I mean, we've said it a thousand times, we'll say it a thousand times. It's just a crazy time to be alive because if we don't if I, if I don't recall, it was just two or three weeks ago that the that the government of Ukraine was trying to issue firearms to its people mm. to protect them against a Russian invasion if right. I'm if I'm not mistaken right. so now we're gonna take the guns from people here only to get invaded and then possibly get them back or something I, I don't know it, it at this point it's uh I mean I feel horrible we we you know it's like you've dealt with it before with Sandy Hook but I think this is a a non-blunt thing to say, or maybe it's blunt, but this is the truth of it. If If you're worried about kids in schools getting, you know, shot in the United States, then you should also be worried about the amount of, you know, bombs the United States has dropped on completely innocent souls across the entire world for the last, you know, fucking 200 years it's like what that right there is almost like putting yourself saying that you're you know bigger and better it's like for one most of the people that are bitching about this are nowhere near from texas you know it's it's fucking people sitting at their computers in minnesota or you know whatever as far away as they can be you know bitching about this stuff it's like all right you know i get it but you know, you're not there and also think about war that's going on forever. And it's like um if you're gonna bitch about gun control, it's it's I mean, you got you're gonna there's a lot of work to do because it's fucked up across the map. It's not just here, it's fucking everywhere. So
1: yeah, I just I can't I can't also help but Bring up the point and this is this is where i, I was going to go with it earlier was a couple of weeks ago when, when the whole roe v wade debate was was the brew, the storm was brewing and and that was the the social media you know flavor of the month um you know I, I think i brought up the point on the podcast at one point that like it's it's you know very coincidental that here we are Six, seven months out from election day and this hot button topic that makes the conservatives look like a bunch of nut jobs is now, you know, in the in the public eye again and being discussed and shared all over social media. Mm -hmm. And here we are again. And again, again, this is like I said, this is the, the, the worst of them. But there's been 27 school shootings this year and none of them have gotten the media coverage that this one has gotten. Again, I understand that the casualties were the worst. They're all tragedies. Um, and they all deserve to be talked about in the same light. But the difference is, is that there is a media bias. There is a media narrative. There is a, we need to push an agenda. And what other than abortion is a hot topic issue between Republicans and Democrats? Gun control. Now gun control is back in the forefront, six months out from election day, less than that. Um, So I just, I, I feel like, while it is a tragedy, it needs to be talked about and, and there needs to be some kind of discussion because the other problem too, Ben, when you're talking about, you know, there not being any rigorous mental health check when you're answering all these questions of the DMV or whatever is there aren't the resources for that there's no, there's no way that you can sit down and do a, a psych evaluation on every single person in this country. That's, that's applying for a pistol. Partner. You just can't do it. I mean, no, I do. I get that. And then, and then on top of that, you know, at the end of the day, if you want to get a gun illegally, there's ways to get guns illegally. And and I can't imagine it's it. it depending where you are. I can't imagine it's that difficult. Um, I think there's a lot of issues here. I think the, another problem and, I know a lot of times it sounds like we spew kind of, you know, conservative bullshit on here, which, you know, neither one of them, I think we're both pretty sense, you know, centerists. But, you know, there's, there's another, there's another whole problem here. And that is the fact that uh, the NRA spends millions of dollars lobbying politicians. So that gun control doesn't ever get changed That the laws stay the way that they are. And that just pokes a bigger hole in the picture that, you know, we have a government that is basically for hire. We have politicians that are for hire and a system right. that, that makes it so that these people need to raise money for campaigns and therefore they have to take money from where it comes. And what if it comes from the NRA so that you, you know, maybe you vote in a way that's friendly to the NRA when gun control debates pop up, then, you know, that makes them happy. The NRA will continue to spend the money because people that love guns, love the NRA and you know we have this circle where until the next tragedy happens, this is the, the topic of discussion. The reality is is that we have a broken system that doesn't work, that doesn't care about the American people of any age, doesn't protect any of us. And your thoughts and prayers on social media are not going to change anything.
0: Aaron, I wanted to I wanted to mention something that you just said. You know, you said something about us being centerists. That's because we're the pilots. All right, we have a brain. If you think about it like this, the United States is the United States. It's one fucking thing. It's not, there's not, it's not the Democratic, you know, United States and the Republican, you know, United States. It's the United States. Yep. It's two wings to the same bird, two wings to the same plane. Okay. That is the number one message that has to be conveyed. No matter what you do and what you bitch about and how far left you lean, there's going to be weight on the right wing mm-hmm. and it's going to center it back. It's going to balance it back out. Yep. And then you're going to hit some turbulence and then it's going to go back to this side. And then it's going to come back and back and back and back. And it's never, ever, it's never going to not be that. Right. I mean, even, even you know, it's like, It's like a civil war at this point, who would even fight each other no you know nobody's everyone's it's it's a keyboard it's it's actually it might be it may as well be a computer simulated type off for a civil war, so it's just you just have to comment on Facebook posts as fast as, as much as you can, and whoever comments the most wins the war that's like essentially what it is it's like yeah. nobody even leaves their house anymore it's like right. we the government made that happen they made that a possibility it's mm-hmm. like you know it's like no, you know covid comes around it's going to lockdown and now you know it's like that little like you know devil on your shoulder Oh, don't go outside. You might get, you know, COVID for the rest of your life now. It's like so, oh yeah, I guess I could stay in because I could just Amazon it or you know, I I, um the cable guy doesn't have to come because my um all my shows are on, you know, the internet and it's it's not even cable, you know, it's like just so many things that when you start to take a a bigger, deeper look, it's like wow, wow, there it's like this is a giant fucking setup. Like, so then we can bitch and moan and cry and type and comment and fucking have the biggest pity parties ever. But um, I'm taking a boat to the Bahamas tomorrow and I'm going to live life and fucking, you know, yeah, I feel for everything. Um, if, If something bad is happening. You know, it's like. If I see a a fucking whatever somebody beating up somebody else in the street, it's like, hey, I might you know try to you know stop it because that's what I can physically right do, you know. Control what Um, you can control. Right, exactly. Control the controllables. Um
1: Yeah. But in in, I I may have brought this up one time before we have five minutes left. There there in ancient Rome, there was an emperor, a politician, a senator, whomever that suggested that all the slaves in Rome wear the same thing, right? So that you could differentiate the slaves from the middle class, the upper class, all that stuff. And the reason it never happened was because they realized that then the slaves may realize how many of them there actually are, and that there are significantly more slaves than there are the people love them, and or, then they would rise up and overthrow, you know, their rulers, their government, whatever. And so they didn't go through with that. And the reason I bring that up is because, like, we live in an era where if we collectively could band together instead of being divided on every single hot button issue that happens, and I, and I get it, I understand the, the arguments, you know, after what just happened, you know, it's impossible to to be so so deaf, you know, tone deaf to what's going on to sit here and be like, you know, uh, nothing needs to change, and, and neither one of us are saying that. But at the end of the day, collectively, as as a as a, uh, a group of people, as a group of, of as Americans, like the only people that can, can change it are us, and it's, that's that's going to require banding together, having hard conversations, being able to see somebody else's point of view, being able to think outside of just your little worldview and your box and go from there but you know as long as we stay divided it's just easier to conquer and you know there will be no progress made and that's just
0: the reality of the situations right and at this point you know you know it's like the freedoms like america is not free the people like what's that the what was that great show um the news was it the newsroom newsroom yep where he he went on that rant to open it up you know it's like we're either way um so that well you got to get that through your head first but then you know on top of that it's you know we're getting freedoms taken daily which isn't i'm not saying anything like like revolt i'm saying like you got to live you got to live in the moment like be, be here, be now. And it's like, if you're not, it's like, eventually we are going to have no freedom whatsoever. So it's like looking back, what did you do with your time? Right. So, um, yeah,
1: uh, it's a crazy time to be alive, but that's, uh, that's as good a place as any to start to wrap it. Uh, Benny, I hope, first of all, I hope you have a great time, in the Bahamas. That's gonna be a blast. You deserve it. Uh, you know, get your mind off of the fact that you're about to be a poor again. Um uh it, yeah, it uh, back to where we started this episode loyalty underscore liquors one two one. Uh check out their Instagram page, their giveaway they got going on, goes to a good cause. Uh Ben, you got anything else? No, man. Enjoy life. How coconut Brian. I said what up.
0: I will. All right. I will.
1: <laughs> good chat, buddy.
0: Love you. Love you.